What's up, After Buzzers? It's Lim Gonzalez here for another, wait, the last season, wait, the series finale of House of Lies. Let's get it while I cry. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. We used to roll at the rink. We used to roll at the rink. Uh, did you pick music that I was purposely a little yes. sad? Yes, because yes. we are bidding our adieu. I see. I was purposely doing this because I'm all in my feelings. You're in your feelings today. As I said in the intro. Um, yeah, I am. Um, it's sad, huh? It's very sad. Like, I'm, I mean, you know, this is a good, really, really good show. It's a great show. And it's, it's, it's leaving us um, for good. Um, all the characters that we fell in love with. Um, I mean, just, uh, I don't know. It's tragic, and it I have is. some beefs, but we'll discuss Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, just Donis. I mean, we had Donis here last week. I know. He grew he up on the great, show. Right. Like, 10 to 17. Right. Like, that's crazy. You literally saw him go through puberty, evolve as a All young man. All of that. His talent and skill set. All of that. It was really good. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so let's, 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 I mean, we're going to get into it. Um, we're kind of going to jump around because, like I said, it is the last season, um, the last series. Last every. Oh, gosh, it's just. Everything. Paints. Oh, Five seasons. Oh, Five seasons heart. of House of Lies. Yeah. Yeah. Really good seasons. Yeah. So, okay. We we talked a little bit about it, and you kind of said you had some beef. So, overall, we're, let's first let's deal with this episode, this okay. last episode of House of Lies. Overall, Jill Monroe, what did you think overall about the episode? I give it a B minus. B minus. A B minus. Okay, okay, okay. Why? So I give it a B minus because there's a couple of things. One, Mm -hmm. I felt that because Jeremiah and Roscoe are so integral, Mm -hmm. integral, sorry, I can't talk today, Mm -hmm. because they are so, such an important part of Marty's life. We're (laughs) just going to skip over the word because it's not working out, right? We're just going to keep it moving. So, um, the fact that they weren't shown in the series finale Mm -hmm. was kind Mm -hmm. of a letdown for me. Because, you know, and we'll get to what happened, but Mm -hmm. I just felt like I wanted some resolution with them as well. Gotcha. So, that was a disappointment to me. And I artistically I got what the director was doing sort of jumping around in time and it's not that I sort of mind that concept but in this particular instance Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it worked Mm. I felt like it was a bit choppy and Mm -hmm. it left me confused in parts in parts so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have to agree with you um I would give it a B plus though. Okay. Only because and only when it says it B plus, I do agree uh, with seeing Jeremiah and Roscoe. There should have been some resolution with that. Um, I do also given the fact that this is a thirty minute show. So what they've been able to accomplish in thirty minutes, you know, these episodes, I really wish it was an hour show. Um, I kind of think about it when I think about the whole series. It's like they could have done an hour and still been amazing. Really could have. Um, I mean, I think what they did in the thirty minutes and how they you know segued and, and did different things, I think was dope. Um, but in this particular, at least maybe the finale could have been an hour. You know, yeah. maybe something like that. Just to give us some closure. I do like the way it ended, you know. I do, I too. do like the way it ended. Uh, and we'll talk. We'll get into that. I do like the way it ended. But um, I think 
you know, going back to the the whole direction of it kind of jumping around, um, you know, starting as it finished, you know, type of thing. I mean, starting as it finished was good. I mean, I've seen that before, but the whole jumping around in between, I was confused. I had to like rewind, you know, some parts. I was like, wait, yeah, wait, I had to catch up. I just, I wasn't sure at what moment we right. were at. We and, were I knew, in. and I knew that we were doing the rewind, jump forward because sure. I saw the, but it just, it just for me it left mm-hmm. me sort of feeling disjointed right about certain things and especially again for a finale when you want it to be as clear as possible exactly so I get you I get you uh, so as I said before it did start as it finished and we do see Marty and Jeannie stranded on the beach yes and we're just like wait what what's going on what's this and uh, of course they come back to that at the end so we find out so basically we know from the last episode that the whole situation was they needed to go to Cuba because they needed to make this deal work um, they had basically uh, the, the it should be called the fighting, not the Cole brothers, the fighting brothers, right? Because they're always fighting all the time, like it's crazy, like like really fist fighting, like they really get into going it. at it. I like think it's scars hilarious and it's everything. Hilarious, it's hilarious. But um, they basically were trying to, you know get their uh, business and get them to be the person that they purchase, you know, as opposed to Monica's company. And so in doing that, they had to secure Cuba and that was going to basically take them over the edge and be the winner. And they even said that. They said, whoever gets to Cuba basically wins. Yeah. You win. So, of course, they arrive in Cuba. And so Marty kind of does this thing where he's done in previous episodes and kind of throughout the series where he kind of talks to the audience, you know, breaks the fourth wall and says, hey, this is what we're trying to do. And he basically divulges his plan uh, to take over uh, Cuba. And so um, they run into Monica, which, of course, you know, that was going to happen. Right. I mean, that was inevitable. Yeah. Uh, She's the nemesis. So they had to get past her. And she's the one that's also. And I love how. you know, they kind of go back and forth, and their banter is always good. Always, always, always been good. on point. Monica good. is really quick with her wit. Very much so. And the delivery. The very delivery so. is very classic. Very much so. Um, so then we have this flashback happen um, where Clyde is messing with Doug, right? And then, um, and this so it goes back to uh, the plane ride. And he's messing with Doug. You know, he's, you know, got something in his ear or something like that. He's just messing with him. Like he always does. You know, nothing new. And then we see, which I thought was weird, where Doug starts making out with this old lady. Yeah, I didn't understand the ambient sort of why. I didn't. Just why? Where did that come from? I know Doug does stuff that's just different, but it just kind of came out of nowhere. Right. I thought it was... (laughs) I thought it was really weird. Like, I really thought it was weird. And the fact that he was still looking for his plane lover when they got to Cuba. Yeah. I didn't. To me, it didn't. It didn't make like it was. There was no sense made for it. I mean, it's funny to see him. And I could see like if he was like it was an episode, like maybe the episode when they got like really like stoned out um, and super high. And then he, you know, runs into somebody like that. starts making. I think that would be that would make sense. But him to just be making out with this lady on a plane, like out of nowhere. Where did it come from? That was interesting. Um, they meet up then with someone who um, basically is there in Cuba and his whole point is there that person is going to basically broker the deal and he's going to get a cut from it. So basically he's going to be the one to kind of help them to secure their spot with getting this deal with Cuba. He's the plug. He's the plug. Uh, and he starts explaining to them how they should approach and getting the deal. And um, they end up starting taking these meetings. They start going around Cuba and they're not really getting much luck um, at first. And then they're like, you know what? Forget it. Um, they just let's enjoy the city. So they start enjoying the city. And I like this point because this to me 
was and I and I believe the director was showing kind of where he wanted Marty to go because Marty's always been the hard nose, right? He's always been the one that does what Marty wants to do, kind of just I'm gonna run you over type thing. Uh, you might not know it, but that's what I'm gonna do. Like my agenda is to make money and be as successful as possible by any means necessary. Exactly. That was always Marty's thing. And we see in this particular season how there were some things when we had to talk with Jeremiah, where Jeremiah's like, look, man, you need to start being a dad. You know, I'm not gonna play your role anymore. I wanna be the grandfather. I want to do what I wanna do. So there was that moment, there was some moments that he had with Jeannie when they have their daughter with them and they're talking about like, you know, that's when selling the company kind of came up uh, and that whole situation. And you just see him, you know, getting to the softer side of what he's doing. And so I think this was a a way to show where he wanted him to go. What'd you think? What I thought is that um, when they were driving through Cuba, I thought it was an excellent postcard for Cuba. Mm -hmm, I definitely (laughs) (laughs) want to make the trip over such a beautiful country. And I felt like that was part of it too. For Mm -hmm. whatever reason, I felt like they wanted to show the country mm-hmm. and as it is and its beauty and the potential obviously if you read in the news the angle that Marty and Monica were taking to go to Cuba and exploit it exploit the land for sure. its riches is obviously a familiar theme of capitalism from Americans right. and something that is very real and being talked about so I thought it was great to kind of look at it from what if you just kept it in its natural state? Mm -hmm. What if you just enjoyed it for its beauty? And I thought that Marty getting that revelation, sort of just being there and experiencing Mm -hmm. it, and the whole theme of Cuba can change your angles, can change your viewpoint. I thought that that was important. That was an important setup because, Mm -hmm. as you said, as we've seen this season develop, we've seen both Jeannie and Marty sort of the changes that are happening with them and their viewpoint changing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I think it was good because and I think that was that was an important part because that wedding scene that we see um, kind of was fluid throughout, you know, the entire episode. And that was just like you said, what you said about it being, you know, the preservation of this wonderful city and what it has to offer and why do all these things because it's beautiful just as it is. And speaking of that, we see where Jeannie is like, you know, she has this moment where she's like. He's like, hey, let's go. You know, he's like, no, I'm going to stay right here. And he's like, "Uh, well, I think we should, you know, and she's like, no. And they start going at it. And then she just flashes hard on him. And it was a situation where, to me, it was like a buildup. It's been building all season because you can definitely tell, as you pointed out, that Jeannie's mindset is changing. Right. Parenthood, like it does with many people, has changed her outlook on how she wants to live her life Mm -hmm. and what's important for her. But also, I see it as when she first was the one to say she loved Marty. True. Like, she said that, and she had those real feelings. Marty, of course, rejected her, even though he did love her back, but in true Marty fashion, he's like, I can't. I can't do that. You know, that's not me. I'm not going to go there with you. And so, but I think she always has felt that, but she's had to suppress it because he didn't reciprocate. So then she then and and goes and takes on other lovers and gets boyfriends and, you know, whatever. But then they end up, of course, having this child. And that's where everything, you know, kind of comes full circle for him. Because I feel like she always felt that. 
she always felt that whether she showed it or not. Right. Like when we found out, was it season two that we found out Jeannie had had a fiance all that time right, and exactly. he just popped up and exactly. it wasn't right and she let him go so easily. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point, she and Marty had already had their like one off tryst. Sure. Or something. So mm-hmm. to your point, yeah, I think she just sort of suppressed it. Mm-hmm. Because as we talked about before, I think there's sort of two sides right. of the same coin. Sure. And evolving to the same place. Right. Even though Marty may not always realize it. That's true. Um, we then, after that, we see Marty end up with Monica. Now, this is where it starts to get confusing because it's like, wait, is this a flashback? Right. Did this happen right after? Would this happen before? Because we see it go back again later on in the episode. And I'm like, I understand Monica's involvement because, number one, you know, she's the one that he's trying to beat out. But also, this is his ex-wife. This is the mother of his child. Um, and I thought it brought it back to probably the first time we saw Monica in season one. Mm-hmm. Sort of that their weird dynamic, dynamic where they are divorced and they sure. go at it, but they are still very much well, not currently, but right. you know, involved with each other sexually. Right. And it's a right. power play whenever they get together. And that's what and that's what it is. It's really all about power. It's really all about power in that. And I think that's what showed, you know, in this, I can see why the scene was there. But then I was confused because I was like, is this present time or is this past? Because of the way the episode was rolling. Um, We then see Monica do her pitch with the Cole brothers, um, pitching over to (laughs) the Q. And it just terrible, terrible. There's like something lost in translation. She's getting upset at the translator. Um, And then, of course, it's not going well. And, you know, everybody starts freaking out. You can out. see it all in here. Right, exactly. All in their faces. They were just like, yeah, right. you And American. then the Cole brothers start fighting as they always, always do. do. Like in the middle of this. I'm like, why are they wanting? I mean, I understand they're rich and they just basically want their company bought so they can just, you know, chill on their millions. But it was just so funny. Like these. Why are you dealing with these crazy, crazy brothers? Because right. they are crazy. Out of control. Right. So then after all of that, um, you know, they find out, you know, they basically Monica blames Marty. She's like, this is your fault. You know, this is all your fault. Uh, you're the one that did this. You're the one that, you know, kind of put this in. And so, of course, Marty's loving this because now he sees the tables turning, going to his favor. And this is basically what he wants. Um, so then they basically, uh, we see the pod all together and they're talking about strategy, how they beat Monica. And then this whole opposite day comes up. And of course, Doug is clueless as always. I was a little <laughs> bit confused in that yeah. moment though, too, because right. there were some moments of opposite day that actually weren't opposite day. Right. I, it kind of right. felt like it was fast. Right. You know, I got it, but it was yeah. fast. I kind of felt it, like I embraced Doug in that moment. I'm telling Ooh. you, like <laughs> this is, and, and I totally agree with you. It was like this episode needed to be an hour. Like I really think it needed to be an hour to allow us to to for allow it to end properly, allow it to breathe, and just really give it what we needed for a series finale. Like yeah. if this was a season finale, maybe yeah, okay. But a series finale, like I felt like it needed more than what they could give us. And I think the director like had this vision of what he wanted. It was almost like like they had let's say five more episodes to do, and they're like, oh nope. You don't have those five episodes. You got to end this episode. And the director's like, ah, and then he wants to put everything that he wanted into that. I don't know if that's really what happened. I asked Jessica when she was here as a guest, the executive producer of House of Lies, if they knew when they were shooting that this would be the series finale episode. Mm -hmm. And she said they did. So I went, yes. Okay. And so I went into it, you know, well, they didn't know for certain, but they had an idea and set it up as such. As such. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because obviously it's easier to go the other way than to say not set it up that way and then you're stuck. Right. Got it. 
So um, then after all of this whole opposite day shenanigans, um, then we see Marty basically asking Jeannie to marry him. <laughs> and so, again... Did that catch you off guard? And uh, Well, I knew that it was because of how the show started. I knew there was going to be something with them. Yeah. I didn't know if it was quite going to be a wedding type situation, but I knew because it, you know, started with them, you know, together on this beach, you know, in this truck or whatever. I knew there was going to be something with them. However, yes, when he did that, at first I was like, okay, is this a dream sequence? You know, they just talked about Opposite Day in the previous scene. Like, what is going What's on? What's happening? Right. And can I just point out that if I was that bride, I guess the magic of Cuba <laughs> um, bypassed that. But if I was a bride, don't propose to a woman right. at my wedding. Right. This is my right. day. Right. I'm the special one. I'm the queen with the crown. Right. Don't do that. And then make it extended. Yeah. And you're strangers. You're not even invited. <laughs> that was a bit much. That was a lot, but I, I, <laughs> but I appreciated again, it. Again, I appreciated it. I appreciate it, and I and I think I like that aspect because again, that did tie into basically them saying because ultimately it got to the point where well, no, we're not selling this company. Right, we're going to keep what we're doing. We're going to now come together as man and wife. We're going to raise our child and we're still going to kill, you know. Because I think we we talked about this last week when Jeannie was bored out of her mind with Mm -hmm. Phoebe the day she took off. Right. And and sort of with Marty, what will you do with all that free time? And for them, I don't think that they need that that kind of free time. time. I think that that would make them unhappy just being out of the game altogether. Sure. And you made a good point because when um, Jenny was with Phoebe, yeah, she had that. And it was literally just one day. And she was bored out of her skull. And then I think when she asked Marty about it, and he's like, oh, well, we could just, you know, take another job. So his thing is like, yeah, we sell the company, but then we still work. So then what's the point? Right. You know, exactly. you might as well just continue working your own business. So, um Obviously, she says yes. You know, this is what she's been waiting for. Again, it was very abrupt. Um, And then, like I said before, they decide not to sell the business. And that's where they come to agreement, which I figured, you know, going up to the point, like I kind of felt it a few episodes ago that they're not going to sell the business. The end result is they're not because everything I feel like kept pointing to it. The struggle that they were having, how it was kind of, you know, tearing them apart, you know, all this kind of stuff. And even thinking about like they did what they're going to do. So I kind of that to me was somewhat predictable. Getting there. Yes, was not Um, the whole wedding ceremony proposal, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I wonder? Did Doug and um, oh, God, I just Clyde Clyde know that they got married. Because it was weird. I never saw them discuss it with Doug and Clyde or make mention of it. So I always wanted, like, do they know what happened? Well, (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think they told them. I mean, I think this was, okay. It's funny. It was like a public-private moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? It was obviously public, but since Clyde um, wasn't there, nor Doug, I think it was one of those situations where we're we're not going to tell the business. We got married, but we're going to tell them later. Like, when we get back, when everything kind of settles down, which we obviously don't get to see because the show's over. So I think that's where that kind of came into play. I wasn't too thrown off from that, but um, the whole, like I said, how it was very abrupt coming together, yes, um, but you know what's interesting, not being thrown out, I still, even though we know that Marty and Jeannie are the lead and, mm-hmm. you know, they still are very much a foursome. You know, they move together. They they That's sort true. of make decisions together. So I just thought it was an interesting choice because good, bad or indifferent, they include them along with everything. Mm-hmm. So for them not to tell them or not to make reference to it was just kind of interesting to me. Well, again, I, I just go back to the time. 
I just it's yeah. so little time to do what they want to do with the show that it's one of those things that we just have to imply. We just have to imply that, you know, okay, yes, they told him eventually. Yes, you know, they're fine with it, obviously. Like, why wouldn't they be, you right. know, type situation. This is, you know, this is the foursome. This is what, you know, they want to take over. And so they're going to keep doing this, which to me, then it goes back to the like, because then it's like, I want to see another season now because right. they're not selling it. There's no riding off in the sunset. They're still going to be doing amazing things with their business and I want to see it all. You know. And to your point, with Skip, just to kind of bring that back yes, up, yes. the ultimate was sticking it to Skip. Yeah, that was great. And once again, it yeah. ended up being, no, not selling. Right. Not even giving you any kind of light. Right. That was, I think that was probably... The best part of the episode. Um, I mean, aside from, of course, Jeannie and Marty coming together and getting married, which I wanted to happen, but just, you know, it, again, because it was so abrupt. But I'm glad they did. If nothing I else. I didn't mind them getting married in yeah. Cuba. I didn't mind the um, spontaneity of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind how it all went down. It just, in the afterglow of it, I'm just kind of like. Well, I mean, to me, mm-hmm. well, going from the scene when they're talking about Opposite Day to that, that's a lot. You know, it, and not saying you can't go to that scene, but just maybe a little bit more build up, you yeah. know, type thing. But maybe just because, I mean, we got to take it in while well, they've been building it up all season. You know, right. maybe we can so. look at it like that. But I do, going back to what you said, I do like the fact they took the time for them to stick it to Skip Goldweather because really that was what he wanted to do in the first place. You know, he always wanted to stick it to him. Exactly. So when he first wanted to buy the business, he's like, no. And that was his way of sticking it to him. You're not taking my business. Then when he found out, like, oh, he's going to get, well, then now I want to sell. You know, now when he's like, no, I'm not, I'm sticking it to him because he wants him to sell. So it's like, Either way, he's sticking it to see. And it was great um, because he just looked like, you know, normally he's been the kind of look at this, you know, powerful figure. And, you know, try, I mean, not that Marty was ever intimidated, but he kind of came with like, you know, I got something. I got something for you. You know, you need me type thing. And he was just groveling. I loved how he was groveling. Yeah. And he just looked so just like, no, but please. But 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 I need you. You know, that no, no, we're done. Not Good. All. all right. Deuces. So, um. Then we see uh, Jeannie and Marty are stranded on the beach, and that comes back to, you know, full circle to the, of course, the first part of the episode. Um, And they talk about it, like, what happened? And they find out they got married, stole this car, and then the package ends, you know, everyone dancing, which I did like that ending. Um, Because to me, you know, going like, did they tell them they got married? Well, at that point, they have to know that they got married. So to me that was implied resolution, if I could if that's a term Just I could celebrating. Use. Right. Celebrating the whole Everything. thing. And of course it's celebrating because the season's now over and they still are together. At the end exactly. of the day, they're still together, they're still, you know, who they're supposed to be. And that's it. That's it. Ugh. So, um I don't know. I I'm gonna pose this question since we have a little okay. bit more time. Season's over, right? And yeah. we've and I'm only gonna say this because we've seen this happen before. Would you go for a House of Lies movie? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I'm not... Because... I'll tell you what. I'll use the Entourage comparison. Okay. So, I like the Entourage movie. Mm -hmm. But it felt like an extended version of of the show. So, I don't know if that's how movies are supposed to feel. So Because it wasn't bad. And I feel like the same thing with House of Lies. Like... Mm -hmm. How do you go through a movie and what are they, they're going to be chasing one big deal? Like, or they, it just, I just kind of feel like we should just leave it there. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious. I mean. What about you? um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. Um, I mean, because I like the show, yes, I would love to see them come together again, just because I love their characters. 
um, and how they do things. And then too, because of the way it ended, I would like to see like the continuation. I would like to yeah. see because that's what it would be. It would be Ginny and um, Marty married. You know, with their child. You know, and how does that work? How does that work? Does Jeremiah still right, live with exactly. them? Where do they? Yeah, right. all those things. How does Monica at? react? What's Monica do? Because now she's, you know, of course she's still going to be in the picture somehow. How does that work? The pot, you know, Doug's, you know, his character and what's going on with him and what he's involved in. So Clyde, same thing. So they kind of, you know, had different moments throughout the season. So we would just see it all at once. So I mean, I, I guess I'll put it like this: I wouldn't be mad at it. I think I would definitely go see it. But it would be interesting how they played it because where do you go? Yeah. You know, where do you go? That's where you would go, but is it enough to hold a movie? I don't... I mean, yeah. the writers are really creative, sure. but where I am right now, there mm-hmm. are some things that I would have liked to see wrapped up in it. Right. But I don't know if I want to see a movie, not because I don't enjoy the characters. I just mm-hmm. kind of feel like it might fall short of my expectations because gotcha. the bar is set very high. For it me. is set very high. Like, well, I mean, we've said this all season um, and I've said it, you know, in previous seasons, like these characters are just amazing. You they know, are. the writing is very amazing. I mean, the, the cast, how everything was put together. Like I said, my only, uh, you know, complaint is that it just weren't hour long episodes. You know, I <laughs> wish they would have done that because I think that they, uh, there was a lot more that they could have done. I mean, the characters are that complex, you know, that you could have done more with those. Because to your point that you mentioned, um, I mean, a little more with Doug than with Clyde, but I mm-hmm. still would have liked to explore a little bit of their sides away right. from the pod, mm. you know, especially Clyde. I feel like Clyde was the one that we got the least amount of yeah. personal time with true. throughout the five years. That's true. That's true. I, I agree. I agree. And Clyde's a great character. You yeah. know, he had a lot to offer. He brought a lot to the table. So that's it, man. That's it. Oh, no my God. What are we gonna it's do? over. I know. What are no you guys gonna Marty do? Khan. What are you guys gonna do on your Monday nights? Because now you can't watch our, our. You know what? I know what you do. Now you can go to AfterBuzz TV. We got an app. You can go to House of Lies, and every single podcast that we've done, you can relive it. You can relive it. I think that'd be dope. And a bunch of other shows, but most yeah. importantly, this one. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. But definitely, um, you know, I'm sure all of you, if you're not subscribed, definitely subscribe to AfterBuzz TV. Um, we do a, a number of shows, over 70 shows each week are, are uh, hosted on and are commented on um, all the time. And definitely you want to make sure you check in because who knows, your next show is going to be covered and you want to see what's and we could be covering it. I'm just saying because you could love us already. You love us already. So why, you know, just keep it going. Keep it going. Keep the party going. Like I say it. Uh, I've, been your host, night, <laughs> <don't stop. laughs> I've been your host. Don't stop. I've been your host, Lyndon Gonzalez. You can find me always, all day at the Poet Saint. Uh, Jill Monroe, for the last time, where can they find you? For the last time, you can find me at Stiletto Jill, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all your social media favorites. Make sure to follow me. Yeah. Follow her. Follow me. Follow us all. And uh, we're going to see you on the flip side. Till then. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.